0: Amazon CEO Andy Jassy's two-year tenure has so far been defined by a cost-cutting spree, as you know, slashing jobs and projects. He's reportedly now taking a hard look at the Hollywood studio, and that is the focus of today's Tech Check with Deirdre Bosa. Morning, Dee. Good morning, Carl. Well, hardly surprising that Andy Jassy is looking to streaming as a way to cut costs. Amazon Studios has spent tens of billions of dollars on original content over the last 10 years, culminating with Lord of the Rings and Citadel, two of the most expensive shows of all time. Now, success has been mixed. Amazon itself talks up originals or says that they need more time to capture audiences. But many of their biggest series failed to crack Nielsen's top 10 most streamed programs in the U.S., and they rarely enter that prestige TV conversation. Now, Jassy, as you guys noted, has cut back on spending in other areas like devices and telehealth. And he has also overseen the largest job cuts at Amazon in its history. But it is important to note that this report from Bloomberg does not say that Jassy is pulling back and streaming but that he is taking a hard look at the finances of it. Back in 2021, Jeff Bezos, that was his last shareholder meeting as CEO, he was asked if Amazon had found the fourth pillar of its business, the first three being e-commerce, Prime, and Cloud. Now, he said at the time, no fourth pillar yet, but he did hint at a few contenders. They were Amazon Alexa and Amazon Studios, the streaming business. So there are four characteristics, he also said earlier in 2014, of these pillars. He said, one, customer's got to love it. Two, it has to have the ability to grow to a very large size. Three, it's got to be durable. And four, it has strong returns on capital. So neither devices nor Amazon Studios really looking like that fourth pillar, especially when you think about strong return on capital right now. Now, of course, so Jassy's tenure as CEO, it has been a lot different than Bezos's. His has been characterized by greater fiscal discipline, but that may have to do more with the macro environment, the bigger picture than Jassy's actual ambitions. Remember, guys, that he worked closely with Bezos for decades, and he pioneered the hugely lucrative high-growth cloud business, which we don't know how quickly it became profitable, guys. So I guess it makes you wonder how much patience do they have for something like Amazon Studios to burn through money, but also maybe has an important or is an important signal for the rest of the streaming space that's contending with a lot of the same questions on it profitability. Kinda, it it kind of flies in the face with the notion that, oh, Amazon has this huge money-making goliath called AWS that can subsidize all kinds of money-losing businesses. Yeah. That's, what, that's what some have tried to argue in the past anyway. Absolutely AWS being high margin cloud business also high growth but remember that growth has come down over the last year and a half or so because of that slower macro environment. So that profitability has also been squeezed somewhat. So less money to play around with new businesses like devices, like studios, it changes the finances of the entire organization. And as we know, Carl and Melissa, e-commerce doesn't have great margins either. Advertising is an interesting one. This has sort of come out of nowhere. It's also high margin, more profitable business. But again, Andy Jassy, his tenure has been marked by cost cutting, very different than the Bezos era of spending at all costs to grow and enter new businesses. Big name cloud providers like Amazon and Microsoft could be hit if the president rolls out a plan to block cloud companies from servicing Chinese companies, as reported in the Wall Street Journal. That's the focus. You saw the graphic of today's Tech Check with Deirdre Bosa. Hey there, Dean. Amen. The export ban on chips, it just hasn't been all that successful because Chinese companies have found loopholes like using unlisted subsidiaries to buy them or renting access to high-end chips. So now the journal reporting that the Biden administration will restrict Chinese access to U.S. cloud providers. And this is really a way to block access again to advanced AI chips. It's a bit convoluted. Bear with me. Big cloud players like Amazon, Microsoft, Google, they buy high-end AI chips for their own infrastructure to improve the performance and efficiency for their customers' AI workloads, which is, of course, increasing in this era of generative AI. Customers then get the benefit of that compute power by renting space on the cloud. They don't have to buy the chips themselves. So you cut off access to US cloud companies and you eliminate another access path to advanced chips for Chinese players. That could, however, hurt US cloud companies like Amazon that has a ton of Chinese customers in manufacturing, retail, media, gaming, and beyond. Microsoft's Azure could be hurt as well. It also has a significant China business. Both of them have websites devoted to winning over some of that business for their cloud units. Chinese companies, if they can't go to Amazon or Microsoft or Google, they may look to domestic cloud players like Alibaba, which is a huge player globally as well. Alibaba doesn't have the same access to AI chips because of that export ban. But again, Amen, they can find workarounds, which is what many Chinese companies have been doing, like buying through third-party sellers. So you know this well, starts to look a lot like whack-a-mole. They find loopholes, government puts another sort of restriction in place, they find a way around it. It all raises the question of, you know, where does this end? Does this just ratchet up tensions, bilateral tensions between the two? Yeah, and in the short term, you do wonder whether the Chinese cloud firms can figure it out given their lack to access to some of the key infrastructure components that they're going to need there. Thanks, Dear Bosa, for that report.